welcome to the first ever edition of the ASI bi-weekly recap of Billy and Fell. Coming at you <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> they should be honored that we're gracing them with our fucking time. Correct. No more no more power rankings, no more shitty Muller gifs. This is this is this is your content. This is what you're getting. Did this, you even look at uh Troy's power rankings? Honestly paid it no mind. Uh yeah. glossed the I can't right believe over. he actually did them this year. <laughs> I mean, two weeks late, they're never right. The, yeah. I'll pay attention once they start hitting, but I'm not even sure I'm not even sure he was awake for like half the draft. <sighs> Definitely a rough weekend for uh, a lot of parties involved, but uh, yeah, yeah. How's everything going with you? Are you excited for some football? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm watching this right now, looking at this Bills game, and then I'm also trying to fucking pick someone. Ah, uh, you got the South Jersey, and South Jersey yeah. draft. The uh... I just got auto drafted Christian. That's fucking. Oh, holy fuck! Our unofficial, unofficial. Uh minor league um, yeah yeah i think i've been in last place in this league like two of the last three years so ah so at least you're consistent you yeah got that exactly. going for you yeah absolutely absolutely and then if you could guess tom is also terrible in this league so something no never different change. than our normal league <laughs> death taxes and uh the tax bros uh stinking up the bottom but yeah oh yeah um got a gluttony of topics to go through here um First off, I guess we'll go through the general week of waivers and uh, trades. Obviously, not a ton going on. Of course, we have Travis with his annual $25 Browns defense pickup. Any thoughts there? <laughs> yeah, I think Travis was actually drafting from like last year's like Sports Illustrated fucking magazine with his picks. And then the first, first thing he does after <laughs> the draft, he pick up a defense. I mean... Is he even starting the Browns defense this week? Like, you would think with spending $25, they got to be the best defense in the NFL. I mean, we'll get into it probably with his matchup, but I haven't looked too much into his defense yet. Yeah, it looks like he does have them um, in the lineup against uh, Keenan and Kels here. But, uh, yeah, I, I think before going into all the matchups, let's just uh, – any initial thoughts on Bills-Rams or – any general football takes you want to get off your chest there? Uh, I think before we get into Bills Rams, another thing is like I'm gonna keep very close attention to how many times Corey changes changes his name this year. Oh, absolutely! I think we're already on two, and the season hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, he said that he loved his team after the draft, and then he ended up picking like three guys up off the waiver wire immediately after the draft. So. Not sure what was going on there, but uh, honestly, yeah, that's about it. I woke up the next morning and I wanted his team to look a lot worse than it did due to the double tight end debacle. But I'll say I don't necessarily hate it for now. But oh, I hate his team. <laughs> you're, you're in full hate and, mode. Yeah, I'm just in full hate mode on Corey after last year's title game. So I honestly wish him nothing but the the worst this year. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I I hope he crashes and burns, gives us a nice out on thirteen. But um, that being said, I'll try to be as uh, objective as I can here. But uh, yeah. Um, anything else you got to say? Just about the week? Anything? Doesn't look like too much uh, notable waiver <laughs> activity as of yet, but. 
Um, yeah, I'm I sure, think obviously. I've added and dropped like four or five people too, but that's also you, just you have. I do that every year. I think I always leave. Yeah, the I think you have like ninety transactions a year, um, and, and it's always wins, like but... <laughs> it's always like my like literal bottom of my bench player just drafting them out for like another dog shit player on the waiver wire. So, you know. I mean that's how just, it goes. We, you start, you draft uh, two weeks early. Just a lot of tinkering and stuff, a lot of nerves. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, no more nerves. We're we're just about ready for the real deal here. Deal here. Nice little speech impediment. But um, but yeah. What are your initial thoughts on this uh, Bills Rams game Thursday? Um. I'm sorry, Travis and J. Cole, if you are listening. Uh, but... J. Cole, I know, is a subscriber <laughs> to the Patreon yeah. the whole thing. Dude, I I am all in on the Bills this, this Thursday. I just hmm. think they're... I honestly think they're going to blow the doors off the Rams to start the year. I think that Josh Allen's fucking ready to, you know, take that next step and be that Super Bowl caliber QB. I mean, he was probably... He got snubbed from the MVP last year because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of the, in my opinion, one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. But, you know, I think he's that MVP level guy who this year is really trying to prove it. And I, I don't think there's any better way to prove it than to come out here on Thursday night football. And whoever has him, I think Curtis does, you know, I, I think he's going to throw like three or four touchdowns and re- really kind of force his will upon the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there was ever a debate about him being a Super Bowl quality QB. It was just kind of a fluky finish there, and then who knows what they do against the the Bungles there. But I, I don't know. I, I think the Bills take a massive, massive step back this year without the greatest football mind in the league, Brian Dayball, now residing in uh, the Meadowlands. So it'll oh be interesting my God. to see. Uh you're uh, right. I didn't account for that in my projections. Yeah, I mean, uh, I might have the to go back to the, behind the entire operation. So, I, I don't expect much from them. I imagine them fighting for last with the Jets. Um, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, I think. So I think what probably really scares me away from the Rams the most in this game. Not that I think the Rams are going to be a bad team, but I'm really interested to see kind of how they play. If Stafford's injured, um, I'm sure you've seen it, but like there, yeah. there's a lot of talk about his elbow actually being an issue. He's got the dead arm. Yeah, so like, is he gonna go out there and you know scam Newton it, or is he gonna actually be able to throw the ball still? That's probably my main concern about the Rams. And then a few other like kind of notable things, like Andrew Whitworth is gone. I'm not too sure how good their offensive line is gonna be coming into this year, and. The Bills' defense, in my opinion, is probably one of the best defenses in the NFL right oh, now. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you know? Is Tredavious White playing he's tomorrow? Gonna, he's going to be out as the one thing. So, I mean, just in okay. general, I'm expecting points. And, I mean, it'll be – it's an, it's a perfect start to the season. I mean, <clears throat> everyone's going to have guys going. I, I fully expect points. And, and I agree. The, the Stafford thing is definitely something to be concerned about. But, I mean, with any of these, like, injury concern, quote-unquote, things you may have like week one everyone's gonna be good to go you know it's yeah for the time being it's fine you know like even like cam Akers, achilles like is that gonna last but week one he's ready to rock you know so i think a lot of like our long-term takes and everything we just kind of got to wait and see a little bit but uh week one it's 
no one's really lost anyone late in the preseason. No Andrew Luck retirements or anything of that sort. Um, so, I mean, everyone's got their squad, and it's going to be your guys versus mine, you know? So I'm definitely, yeah. definitely jazzed. I guess one other thing I'm thinking about, too, is uh... – <clears throat> Who can you even name on the Rams defense outside of, like, three people? And, like, one of those three people, Jalen Ramsey, you know, got heavily exposed last year. So I personally think the way the Bills win this game is through the air with Josh Allen because I don't think the Rams have the secondary to compete with Gabriel Davis and Stephon Diggs. And then on top of that, um, I I, I honestly just believe that on defense the the Bills are just going to absolutely – on the ramps i guess we'll see how it plays out and if von miller's very washed but i think I it's think probably i think he's a it's presence be a, there honestly yeah. uh, i think that's a nice piece to add to a championship quality uh caliber team but i mean we'll see i'm definitely excited um it's gonna be great <laughs> i literally yeah. literally i will wait. say um if you're not betting the over tomorrow, you're I pussy. don't even you're want not, to talk you're, to you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm hoping for a billion tomorrow. I mean, that would be the perfect start for the fantasy season. Absolutely. I, I and also, that. if you have a player, I said this earlier in the group me, but if you have a player in this game and you're not starting them, and I don't even care if it's like the third string running back for the Bills, uh, James Cook or whatever, if you don't have them in your starting lineup, then I also don't want to associate with you anymore. Yeah, you're you're that meme of the the guy getting picked up against the fence, getting kissed. If you're <laughs> if you're I sitting anyone myself. on either roster there, but um, we'll see. We'll go through everyone's roster. We'll go through each each matchup and uh, see if there's any uh, scene boys getting leaned up against the fence here. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. So I think the first game on the slate here, we'll go with the Lincoln Park Bowl. Or formerly Lincoln Park Bowl, we got uh, Muller v. Troy. Um, it's just initial initial thoughts. It looks like it's basically all going to be that Tampa Bay-Dallas game Sunday night. Um, looks like they each have a majority of all the key players there. It's just going to be who gets the touchdowns mainly. Um, yeah, it's literally going to come down to one game. I mean, I couldn't have asked for like a more bland matchup to start off our week to talk about i mean it'll be fun but that'll keep us going when most of the stuff's decided uh i imagine sunday during the day but um any initial thoughts anything you like dislike about either roster anything i I will say that I, i guess the first thing i will say is while i absolutely do not like Troy's entire team. I really do think that Derrick Henry is probably going to rush for 250 yards against the Giants Correct. this weekend. <laughs> Correct. Um, I literally, and yeah, I mean, you can attest to this, Bill, I cannot name a single linebacker we have on our defense besides Tate Crowder, and he's literally like a second-year, last-pick-of-the-draft type of player. So... I just don't see how we have any answer for Derrick Henry, so I'm really expecting for Troy a huge game out of Derrick Henry this week. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I mean, I'll, I'll rip through all of the 53-man roster if I need to, but uh, all, all that kidding aside, um, I, they're not going to have an answer for Derrick Henry. I mean, the only way we're getting off the field is if there happens to be a miracle third and nine, but I don't see that ever coming into play if they're... 
adamant yeah. about running it on first and second. Um, I mean, that paired with Javante, who I was very high on, uh, probably along with Proc as well. Um, I think he quietly might have one of the better running back duos in the league. Um, yeah, I, I, I love really that one-two punch, on, honestly. Yeah, it depends upon Javante, right? Yeah. I think everybody kind of sees the hype for him, but, I mean, it's kind of the hope of, is he going to live up to that hype, and is old-ass Melvin Gordon going to move on, yeah. you know? It seems like, or at least from, like, the bullshit sleeper notifications, like, it's a 70-30 split there. Yeah. Um, and he was serviceable as an RB2 last year, and with an offense that's going to move the ball, so more red zone touches more dump offs uh with a smarter quarterback just more touchdown opportunities i, I fully expect him to be uh perfectly serviceable as, especially yeah. as a two behind henry I, I think that one two punch as long as they're healthy that's that's formidable all year i imagine yeah i will tell you one other thing getting back to the fact that they have so many players in that tampa bay dallas game mm-hmm. that i really don't like about troy's team <laughs> and i hate to be shitting on troy but it's just I it's really what, don't what like everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like the idea that he's literally starting three Dallas players, including their defense. And I just don't think Dallas's defense is going to stop the Bucks at all. And then on top of the fact is I just don't think that Cowboys are gonna kind of score pretty well in this game. I think Tampa Maybe Bay not is in this one particularly, but to kind of counter the the three player thing and it's not like they're eating into each other's production it's like a quarterback a tight end and a defense which obviously has no bearing on the other two like normally like i'm not a big running back receiver same team in the lineup sort of thing but i don't know if that necessarily comes into play it's obviously a tough matchup week one um yeah we'll see how they do i mean the defense could very well get home they have probably second or third best defensive player in the league ripping sacks um decimated offensive line um i don't know if brady's dropping like 30 30 burger on him i mean i'd love it i'd love nothing more than to finish my sunday with a nice yeah that, that brady but... that brady evan stack that muller has is pretty nice i think for this week um yeah i mean that what's what's the guy's cor- the corner on the cowboys digs yeah i think Stephon's he's like cousin or brother he's literally not a good corner but because he can, he has like all of these tip play interceptions. There's this perception that he's good. I just think that he's going to get absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, he's an all or nothing guy. He'll cut off the slant, yeah. but if it's a double move, he's getting cooked, and then his little bitch ass son is crying in the stands. Yeah, but, and then um, I will say, just like looking at these rosters, outside of who they're starting, I think, and I hate to say it, I mean, obviously it's just week one, but I think that the their bench is just very thin and then on top of the fact is i don't even think the guys they're starting this week are really i'm not really excited about mclaurin with wentz uh, judy has always been the hey he's a stud he's really being held back by Locke. but i mean this is kind of his proving year like and then on top of that with troy starting michael thomas over like a jk dobbins i get jk dobbins is questionable but I don't know. I, I don't if really I'm like him. I'm, I'm going Dobbins. I'd say. I mean, both yeah. of them are like his, like question mark upside guys. Like if they both hit, then he's gonna have a formidable squad. If they both don't, then he's gonna be searching for that depth. Um, I think he's just going Michael Thomas, Atlanta. Um, 
probably yeah, just making the bitchy prima donna dude happy, like force feeding him some balls. But I mean, well, that, I did actually see today. I don't know if you saw, but Michael Thomas, I'm pretty sure, is already dealing with a hamstring. Hamstring, yeah. I mean, he's just permanently dealing with a hamstring. I feel. Um, yeah, but I think for the most part, though, this is a pretty boring matchup. I, I'm probably gonna take Muller with the points. He's like minus six and a six and a half point favorite. I just think that the Brady Evans stack is gonna do pretty well, and I think McCaffrey is probably gonna have so many opportunities against Cleveland to be successful. Because I just don't see the Brissett really scoring. So I, I think he probably beats Troy pretty handily this week. I think I'm going to go on the other side here. Um, I had the Brady Evans stack against Dallas this year. And I believe Mike Evans might have had like three points. And the season was pretty much over from there. Um, well, if it was AJ Green, I'd feel a little bit more, you know, confident. <laughs> is that, is that the side you're dying on there? <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, I mean... I don't hate Muller's team, but I, I'm personally not super confident in Judy. His stats were pretty dog shit last year, and like I know Drew Locke is a huge pussy, but I I don't know. I, I don't know if I love that flex. Um, McLaurin, I do think, will eat against the Jaguars secondary. That's It's pretty dog shit. It's pretty bad, and he's a stud, and he's done fine with, uh, what's his name, fucking Heineke. And shittier QB play in the past. I, I I think he's pretty QB proof or shitty QB proof. I, I don't know what uh, term you want to use there, but I don't think Wentz makes him worse is pretty much where I'm landing. I don't love Zeke long term. I think he'll get his touches this week. But uh, overall, I, I like the running backs better. I like probably Dak better with the rushing. Um, Waddle against New England. New England has nobody in the secondary. Um I don't know if Waddle's a perfect number one long term if uh, Hill really is the guy, but I think that's fine for this week. Cook's just a permanent production guy, probably like the least sexy guy you can have on your roster, but a permanent 15. Um, we'll see with Michael Thomas, and yeah, especially dog points, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go Troy week one here. All right, well, there you have it. I guess we can... Uh move on to our next matchup which i think is the first big versus little matchup that we have this week Who? um it's uh steve and cory oh. and cory i saw troy compliment the tight rear ends and it's do better you have literally a, a like from the time that this gets posted you're gonna have like eight hours cory to change your name one more time like please do it he's not doing it i think out of principle yeah out of spite right yeah and then I, he is and stubborn then, and then looking at this just like initial thoughts so Corey is a two-point favorite um but i'm just gonna say this and just get it off my chest like i think steve probably if i were to rate people from the draft i think he's probably got the best team top to bottom um i just think eckler and jones is such a strong duo as your <sighs> running backs and Jones, I really though, just, you're, you're an Aaron Jones guy. I think Aaron Jones is better than AJ Dillon and AJ Dillon might get some touches, but Aaron Jones, like when he's on Aaron Jones is like a, a running back, like one, two level guy. Like he gets enough, he gets enough receiving work when they actually want to use him. And I think that's one thing people are downplaying this year is like, yeah, AJ Dillon might take some touches away from him, but how many targets are now out there with Devonte Adams gone? You know, 
And who better to pick up those targets than Aaron Jones? I mean, he's a very good player. You're not wrong. He's ranked 11th last year, so literally an RB1. Um, Eckler coming off like a 20-touchdown year. I, I I love the running back deal here, um, at least for this week. Uh, I, I am concerned about the Jones durability and eventually just moving more towards Dylan. But, again, like these week one takes are just going to kind of be vanilla because all the – all of your fears about losing jobs and durability yeah, don't really come into play. You know, it's it's everyone's squad versus everyone's top squad. Um, I mean, on the other side of that, Jonathan Taylor, James Conner is no slouch either. I mean, Taylor, yeah. obviously, the RB1, I, I and Conner just, he does everything that Aaron Jones does. Gets touchdowns, gets catches, good offense. Um, Here's the thing is I think James Conner I guess why I'm so low on James Conner this year is one I had him last year and he was in for that meaningless fourth quarter play with like a minute left and got injured and completely ruined my fantasy championship but on top of the fact is like last year was the healthiest he's been in how long two or three years maybe Correct. I just don't see him staying that healthy and two, I think that Arizona's in for a pretty down year. Uh, I'm not a big believer in Cliff Kingsbury. And I, I just think they're going to have a rough go of it this year. Um, I don't know if you think otherwise, but, you know, the Kyler offseason drama, like, really turned me off. It was of pretty lame. Um, he's definitely an unlikable guy. But, I mean, I don't know. And, again, here, like, he's healthy for week one. Like, I think when we're kind of breaking down the matchups, it's – you kind of got to take it for what we got. Take it as it is, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, also, what I was saying about Aaron Jones, you can also disregard if that's the case. But, yeah, um, I think as far as this week goes, the your RBs are fairly even, in my opinion. Yeah, this is, this is probably the most stacked RB matchup of the week, I would think. I mean, obviously, we go through the rest of the matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really comment on Jonathan Taylor because obviously, I mean, what what else to say besides he's like one of the best running backs in the NFL? I I do will say this. So Corey went for this two tight end strategy. I hate it because I just hate his wide receiver. I think Godwin he's coming into the year injured. I honestly am expecting the Bucks to take somewhat of a step back this year. Eventually, Brady's yeah. got to show some age, and then Juju is just a perennial underperformer i i don't yeah, even think I, he's the best wide receiver on that team i hate the juju pick i i wouldn't i think valdez scantling will turn out yeah. to be the the guy juju just permanently on my shit list forever but um look at Corey's bench like i would honestly consider starting a rondell Moore over juju this i would week do olave yeah, i think he has plenty of options and amari cooper i think he has plenty of options on the bench and I think the Juju start is pretty questionable. Um, but as we're talking about receivers, I also want to go over to Steve's side. And I love Michael Pittman Jr. I think mm-hmm. he's a great receiver, but he doesn't have, like, that boom. He does have some big games last year. But He's a touchdown my, guy. He'll, yeah, he's, he's he a, gets some in bunches, like guy, and he'll, he'll win you some weeks. If you need 10, he'll get you 15. And if you need 20, he'll still get you 15, you know? <laughs> so he's, he's <laughs> just a 15 guy. Much, yeah, he, he's like, he's not exciting. I, I I don't know how else to put it. Um, And then the other side of that is Deontay Johnson. I really, really, really am concerned with his production this year. 
And the reason being is because if you look at last year, Big Ben literally targeted nobody besides him. And it was line of scrimmage, just design touches. The entire offense was Deontay Johnson and their running back, Najee Harris. Like, what else is, like, what is he going to do with Mitch? I, I, I don't have a big confidence there. And then I'll just close out talking about Steve's team. I don't like the Trey Lance Kittle stack, and it's not because of any injury concerns with Kittle, but when I was looking it up earlier, in the three games that they played together, Kittle had five total catches for 60 yards, and I just don't... I, I don't know. Trey Lance now, is a were big those, question mark. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but were those Lance starts, or were those just games where he... Because they would pop him in one, with two the of them were hit, Two of uh, them were his starts. Rather. Yeah, two of them were starts, and then one was he popped in the second half. So obviously yeah, I mean, it's a small sample size, but I think his biggest value is through the ground. And I, I, I don't know. I, I have a big question mark around Kittle this year, and it's not my favorite stack. No, I, I agree there. I mean, Lance is probably potentially arguably the biggest question mark in the league. I mean, just because he does have the the rushing upside, we've seen mobile quarterbacks just instantly become extremely fantasy relevant immediately. Think of your... Jalen Hurts is your Lamar's, your Josh Allen's even. So, I mean, he doesn't necessarily even need to play well as far as wins and losses to really fill up a stat sheet, especially going against, like, a Derek Carr, who's just, I don't know if he'll break 30 all year, you know? Um, yeah, I guess so, I mean, my, I, don't, I don't think I'm probably a little bit higher. Here. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm a little bit higher on Derek Carr. Um in my opinion, I, I think it's going to sound so stupid to say, but Derek Carr is probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. See, and I, I hear that so much that it's just like, no, like he's not a top guy. Like he's, he's fine where hard. he is. He's, I, I guess I would like to see him with like, I think Josh McDaniels is going to come from that Denver experience that he had earlier in his career. And I think he's probably a lot more ready for the job. And I think he's stepping into a roster that's pretty good in Oakland, and I think he's a good offensive mind. I, I just, I really like Devontae Adams. Uh, oh, yeah. They have Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. They have Darren Waller. They have Josh Jacobs. They have this new rookies, uh, Zamir White. Like, there's a lot to like over there in Oakland. I'm not in love with Derek Carr yet, but I will say, like, I definitely have my eyes on him this year. Fair enough, um, fair enough. So who who do you have in this game? Who who are you picking? Um, I I don't really like Deontay much, like you were saying. I, I think especially where you're drafting him. I don't know when he got him. Probably the fourth or the fifth. Like I I don't think there's any strong like convincing argument that like a Claypool or even like a Pickens doesn't outscore him over the year. So that's just kind of why I was avoiding him. It's kind of same logic with Juju um, there. That's more long-term. Um, I think Mooney in the flex, like I, I do think Mooney will have a fine year, but I don't yeah. imagine um, Fields is going to have a great time against the San Francisco D. Um, Fields obviously should make some strides. Um, I don't know if Mooney's like, like do you picture Mooney torching someone for a touchdown like week one you know what he did it last year and the bears were almost as bad as the giant on offense so fair i i mean i i think he's he was the only consistent guy on the no yeah i I do like mooney long term but i mean i think i like waller in a shootout against the chargers if we're going 
matchup by matchup. I kind of I don't like I don't think Chicago is going to be that good this year, but I I'm not fully out on Fields yet. I I still think nah, he's got he, a lot to show. He had he just had nothing to work with. He still has yeah. the bad line as the issue, so it's like going to be another probably oh give him another chance next year so hopefully they're able to get a good evaluation on him for long term but um yeah i guess to just kind of cut this off here uh i'll take Corey minus two here uh week one um i i think these are both perfectly fine teams uh i think i just maybe like juju waller a little bit more than deontay um mooney and then Andrews, I think, is a nice advantage. Uh, he might have two touchdowns against the Jets um, over Kittle. And then, yeah, I, I think I just like Corey a little bit more here. Yeah, I think uh, I think Steve's probably gonna win this week's matchup. All right. I'm I'm really expecting kind of Austin Eckler to really kind of expose. I, I don't think the Raiders' defense is that good, so I think Eckler's gonna have a huge game. I think Aaron Jones is going to have a pretty good game against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The biggest question mark for me is just how does the Kittle-Lance stack work out, but they are going against a weaker team in Chicago. So I'm going to take Steve here with the points, plus two. Okay. So opposite sides on these first two. Let's move on to Rasp Travis. Any quick initial thoughts? Um... Uh, my initial thoughts are, I think... If Steve, in my opinion, has the best team in the league, um, I think Rasp has the safest team in the league. And, and when I say that, I think Rasp That's has such probably... such a backhanded <laughs> He has, like, the highest floor of any team, I think. Like, I don't think there's any given week when you look at his squad that anybody is really going to give him less than 10 points. Like, I think your biggest question mark is maybe Damian Pierce, but if he's getting 20 touches a game... He's going to give you the points you need. And I think Hertz, even if Hertz is as bad as I think he actually is throwing the ball, he's still good for, you know, two touchdowns, eight, like 70, 80 yards rushing. He's he's going to get you that floor. Like top to bottom, just take a look at Rash's team and everybody there just seems like they're going to give him like a decent chunk of points. He's not going to blow somebody out, but I think he's going to be in pretty much every matchup this year if his team stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, he he can blow people out, I think. Um, The zero RB, I mean, I think it kind of worked. He got the, the, probably the two main starting, like, mid-round running backs. Like, obviously, they're not going to stack up against your power duos. But, I mean, I like Elijah Mitchell a lot. It's a little bit of a concern because it feels like every year besides last year, the San Francisco backfield is a mess, but I mean, he kind of yeah. emerged as the guy as a rookie. So, I mean, I don't see him getting a smaller role with less mouths to feel feed Ugh. Pierce. Um, I think the Texans will kind of score points this year. Personally, I don't know if Indy week one, I think is... they're, I think they're going to be a lot better. And when I keep in mind, when I say a lot better than expected, I mean like a six to seven, win team, yeah. not, not a two to three win team. I think Mills is probably one of the more underrated kind of, He's not great, but he's like he's a younger quarterback that I think people should have their eyes on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all that. And then Cup Keenan Allen's dope. Um my only thing with Keenan Allen, it's like I you kinda had to go Keenan Allen like the second or the third. I feel like the value might have been Mike Williams in like the fifth. Um 
but obviously injury concerns there. But that's a minor nitpick, and I mean, he was filling a roster. I like Elijah Moore a lot. Um, I don't know if him and Flacco against Baltimore is the move, but I mean, I, I think him and Flacco had a good rapport, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, I was going to say to that, I think in Elijah Moore's best games last year, Zach yeah. Wilson wasn't starting. I think Moore kind of came into his own yeah. once Wilson was injured. But... No, Flacco starting is... Pro- and let's not underplay the fact that this is a revenge game. Like, oh, yeah. Flacco, Flacco <laughs> wants some revenge on Baltimore this week. I don't know if he'll get it necessarily, but... Um, Listen. I mean, I can I see Elijah Moore. A he's, he's a big play guy. Like he, he can catch a slant and run 80 yards, and even if they lose 28 to 10, you know, it's... He might get his. Um, we'll see there. I, I do like this team, I'd say, almost top to bottom, at least for this week. Um, the concern, obviously, long-term for him is going to be running back health. If he loses one of those guys, I think you got question marks. But we'll obviously yeah. see. For this week, though, I think it's an extremely strong squad, and um, as yeah, long and as the running backs are fine, I think he'll definitely be a playoff team. One thing to wrap it up on Raf's squad, um, I do think Cooper Cup. He's not gonna. I mean, how could he repeat last year? He can't. But even if he's seventy-five percent of last year, he th- this team, Raf's team, is gonna be very is gonna be a problem this year. And I hate gassing him up because you know the first thing he's gonna do when he sees this is start chirping in the group me about it. I mean, that's but fine. It'll pass the last work, year. The, uh, and I'm just being honest. I'll, I'll be a prick and I'm, to everyone once they start <laughs> losing. Like, yeah, I'll dish it I as mean, well. But I mean, for the time being, I'm I'm looking at it. I, I'd be happy with that rolling into week one. Yeah, I, I definitely would not be mad if I if I had Rast team right now. And then I, I guess to flip it over, let's go look at Travis's side. Mm-hmm. I know I made the joke earlier about kind of he was using last year's fantasy foot, football manual to draft this team. That's what he does so, every year. It, yeah, it's, I, it's Rams he does it and veteran year, players, and he's, always, <laughs> and he's always there. He's always good. He's always there at the end of the year. Um, I do like all. Of, I like Travis's starting lineup. I don't like his bench. Um, I think it really is going to hinge on this Cleveland defense this week. <laughs> the twenty-five dollar defense. I mean. <laughs> Let's just go back to that for a second. Yeah, I Travis, mean, dude, what were you thinking, Travis? We've implemented fantasy bucks what five years ago, and he's still kind of yeah. grasping the concept <laughs> as best as he can here. Do you think he woke up like and it was like 10 a.m. in L.A. and he's like, "Holy fuck, I missed waivers." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Fuck, someone's going twenty-four dollars yeah. on Browns. Let me I let me need, snipe I them need real to quick." Get this in. Yeah, um, but I mean, aside from that, I mean. Travis's team, I think, has, like, one of the bigger kind of boomer bust potentials out there. He's got Lamar. Lamar's going to give you a, a safe floor, right? But Kamara, yeah. Tyreek, TJ Hawkinson, Adam Thielen, those guys are all kind of boomer bust. Like, Thielen could go out there and have, like, a 2TD, 8-catch week, or he can go out there and have one for, like, 14. I think you can say the same thing for Hawkinson. Hawkinson and Tyreek Hill, I, I, I mean, I just I, – I don't – Troy says it all the time. I don't like noodle arm Tua with Tyreek, so I'm like interested to see how he'll actually do in a new offense. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing with both those guys, Thielen, um, with their new offense. Uh, I'm personally high on it. Um, I like their coach, and he's just the guy who's kind of always been there. Um, 
red zone threat, even with a vanilla Mike Zimmer offense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's got to be up there in age, right? So I don't know if that's a full season worth, but I think Allen Robinson will be fine there. He'll get all the touchdown production. Then to go up to Tyreek Hill, I, I think if you trade two first rounds, rounders or whatever you traded for him, I think they're going to scheme in the ball. Um, we'll see if the dweeby dude in uh, Miami is really the mastermind. He kind of s- says he is, but... um, I mean, spoiler yeah, I mean, alert, he's not, Billy. I, I really... Yeah, I think he's a weenie. Yeah, he's a fun, eccentric guy, McDaniel. Uh, his, it's Mike McDaniel, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a fun, eccentric guy, but... No, I'm not a big believer in him. And you don't I, think I really they can think... fuck up the Patriots week one? With no secondary I'm, and I'm, fucking I'm... Joe Judge calling plays? No, there's absolutely no chance in hell that Miami wins this game. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to bet on... I'm willing to almost take New England alt spread because there's been such a terrible kind of narrative around the Patriots all offseason. Like, the Patriots have been bad one year in the last two decades and it was when they had cam newton like literally going out there and throwing the ball as well as troy in flag football like it's literally a joke how much disrespect they're getting like you don't think bill belichick is sitting there just fucking licking his lips loving the fact that people think miami is gonna beat him i mean they just don't have players and they have coaches that have just failed like I don't know. I, I I think Miami can go in there and beat them. I I, I truly do. I'd be absolutely shocked. <laughs> I, I really do. Yeah, we'll but, see. I mean, yeah. I I think you, I think Tyreek is fine for that just, game. Uh, just to go sorry, back to it, but go ahead. I I hate to cut you off. Maybe cut this out. Um, we're talking about the Browns defense. He spent twenty five dollars on the Browns defense, and he has the Bills defense on his bench. That's oh, but he couldn't play him because they're playing the, the Rams, league. though. He, could, he couldn't oh, no. go. So that's worth 20. I don't. Travis, dude. Come on, man. Listen, he'll, he'll have eight wins and be there at the end. I mean, you, you can't doubt the yeah. logic. I know. That being it, it said. It frustrates me. It frustrates me. It's just crazy. He's always one step ahead of everybody. You know what's going to happen, right? Cleveland's going to go out there and score 20 points this week. He's going to make fun of us immediately on Sunday. I think Baker dicks them, honestly, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Who do you have in this uh, matchup? I like Rasp. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think his receivers are just consistent, and I'd rather bet on them than Allen Robinson in a new offense and Tyreek in a new offense, even though I... Kind of did have good things to say about them. Um, as far as week one goes, I'm going to go with the established guys that get it done pretty often. I like Lamar and Kamara better than Hertz and Mitchell. But other than that, I think uh, Rasp is pretty much better down the board, I'd say, this week. Yeah, I, I agree with the Rasp pick. Um, I think I've already said it. I think he's got one of the highest floors in the league. And if Cooper Cup... Especially Tredavious Whiteout. I think Cooper Cup's in for a huge game tomorrow. And that'll be just the perfect fucking hopium for Rass going into the weekend. He's going to be fully juiced up. Um, and while I, I did mention that Thielen's kind of a boomer bust, I think this is probably his bust week. I think people aren't paying attention to how good the Packers secondary is going to be this year. Yeah, the Packers um, defense. I, I think he's going to have a down. Legit. I think he's going to have a good year, but I don't think this is his week. So, yeah, I'm taking Rass, uh, and I'll, I'll take a minus 6-3, so... 
I think, uh, do you have anything else for this matchup, or you want to move on to the nope. next one? I'm good. All right, so I think the next matchup is what I'm kind of labeling, and I think you'll probably like this name, but this is legitimately the Battle of the Bums. <laughs> I think these are by far the two worst teams in the league to start off the year. Elaborate. Tell, tell me why they suck. Um, I They're both... It's a point eight. So what I like to call a Curtis dub is, is the spread on this. It's Proc versus Husser. Mm-hmm. They're both just bum in nature. And then I, I, if you just look down the list, I'm just looking at Husser's team. I really, really, really don't like CD Lamb this year. I think <sighs> the second round is such a high ADP for him. And I just think that he's just not that guy. I don't know why they traded Amari Cooper. Um, I guess it's the money, but I just don't think CeeDee Lamb is that guy. You're drafting him at a second-round ADP, and I just don't think he's there. He's not a Jamar Chase. He's not a Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs level player. Those are are round one guys. Like I I agree he's not there, but he's just not there. I personally like the receiver duo of Lamb and Williams. I kind of went into Williams earlier, but... I think that's fine. He loses me hard at AJ Dillon in the flex. Um, yeah, that that is a huge issue. Is the fact that it's literally week one and he's already starting backup yeah, players. You you can't be going backup running back. But I mean, what else do you do? Like Brandon Ayuk, uh, Mike yeah, Carter, and that, and another the, backup running back. McKissick, yeah, and another then backup running back. Talking about running backs, if you look on Proc side, like. Josh Jacobs, like, what are you expecting out of him this year? Because I almost think I would start Rashad Penny over him this week. I think Jacobs is fine. He's an RB2. I'm high on Najee. Um, I think Jacobs can work as the two. The appeal to doing Penny is I don't know how many weeks it's going to be Penny's backfield, and Proc is also just not going to start him against Denver. Um, That is true. He's such a homer. The New Jersey Denver fan. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's up in the clouds. Yeah, and then on top of that, talking about his homerism, I do love Cortland Sutton this year. Oh, yeah. But I think Marquise Brown is just the better start in the flex this week. I mean, I, he, he's going he to Kansas City. Sutton, his guy, who's yeah. getting all the buzz all offseason against fucking Seattle, against Marquise, who I think will be fine, but it's like starting a rookie, you know, like... A guy in a new offense against a good team. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think you're gonna start your your guy. And I, I mean, I don't hate his receivers too. Diggs Higgins is a great one too. I I don't think this team's as bad as you were leading on personally. I think Husser's is terrible. I think he just ran into an issue where he ran out of NFL players and was just taking fucking Robbie Anderson. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what happened there, but um, I don't I'm not a Brock's fan of team. ETN. I'm not a fan of ETN. Uh, I, I think ETN's good. Um, I think James Robinson is better, honestly. I, I, I mean, obviously, we, we don't have much of a sample size, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big fan of ETN. I, he he's coming off like a pretty serious injury. Was it his Achilles that he tore, or his ACL? He had like some bump, like a weird foot thing. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, 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 don't, I don't think it was. A, I don't in. think it was Achilles or uh, ACL or anything. It was. It, it definitely was season ending. But um, if I remember right, it was something in his foot. But yeah, and then I guess going on about Husser's team, Dalvin Cook without the Madison kind of 
handcuff on your bench, I think is like one of the riskiest. He got things every other do. handcuff in the league besides the one that besides he his did. own. He's drafting Dallas Goddard in like the sixth round, but can't take Alexander Madison. It's just, I mean, I, I really don't like Hustler's team. I guess when I was saying I don't like Prox's team, it's really that I'm just fucking pissed that he took Corlin Sutton from me, like right before I wanted to take him. And then on top of the fact, he's like, I don't really believe in Matthew Stafford. I think his elbow. That's the thing I'm kind of looking at most tomorrow is like how healthy is Matthew Stafford. And I don't think Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs are in for a huge year. Najee had like no I I think the Pittsburgh O-line is probably one of the worst O-lines in the league this year and I I how many catches did he have last year though and yeah but that's Big Ben who was just over targeting him and Deontay Johnson I I don't know if Mitch Trubisky is going to do that and whatever other young guy is going to rely on I don't uh, so they don't have the pedigree in Pittsburgh I just don't know to be honest and last time I saw Mitch Trubisky, he wasn't good in Chicago. So I don't I don't see yeah, how I mean, Nagy doesn't make anyone good. I, I think a guy like Tomlin's gonna put him or Pickett or whoever in a decent position to yeah. succeed. I, I don't think they're even maybe a playoff team, but I don't think they're gonna be an incompetent draft in top five. You know? No, I mean they're definitely gonna win eight games because you know Tomlin will figure out a way to win eight games. Um, it's it's really just a matter of like. How does Mitch look? Because I think by the end of the year, Pickett's probably going to be starting. So I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't really have much conviction about either of these teams. I do think Hoster's team is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to ask me who I'm picking, I'm taking Proc. And he's he's a .8 favorite. So, I mean, I think it's almost – it's probably like my lock of the week that Proc is going to beat Husser. Yeah, uh, I'm going there as well. I don't know about lock of the week, um, but – uh, I think I think he gets it done here. Um, yeah, I, I think he's better in almost every spot here. Yeah, I, I think I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, who's uh, up next? It is me and Kurt. Oof. I will let you talk first. You're probably gonna hate that I'm gonna say this, Billy, but I really like Curtis in this matchup. That's um, all right. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm looking at the line. You're a 3.8 point favorite. But I told you this when we were talking yesterday. Curtis's team is like one of the more low-key, like high boom potentials. I think you have A.J. Brown. He's going to suck up a lot of targets in Philly. You have DeAndre Swift, who I think is just an absolute monster. That's such a great second-round running back. And then, like I said in the beginning of the show, Josh Allen, I think, is going to pass for like four touchdowns tomorrow. So how could I not think that I I don't get his projected total? I think it should be higher. Um, I just really think that he's going to blow up this week. His team has pretty favorable matchups. And then the one thing that I think people are most sleeping on is probably DK Metcalf. I think his ADP this year, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was like fourth round or fifth round. Probably later. Yeah, and so I was looking up. I was like, okay, so he doesn't have Russell Wilson. Like, obviously, it's a huge knock. But in games last year where Geno Smith was playing, these are his lines. He was 6, 43, and 2, 2, 96, and 1, 6 for 58, 5, 98, and 2. So in four games together, he had five touchdowns, 300 yards, and just about 20 catches. So this narrative surrounding, yeah, Seattle's going to suck. They're going to be playing from behind. Geno Smith is going to air the ball out all day. So I just think that Curtis's team is in for a huge boom in the first week. And 
even though I didn't pay any attention to Tori's power rankings and they sucked, Curtis was the number one on his power rankings. And outside of Steve, I think this is probably the second best team in the league. I like how you went to the analytics department to dissect my matchup with your Geno Smith, DK Metcalf. Listen, dude, uh, Geno Smith is an underrated. Geno Smith is an underrated quarterback, and you know what? Maybe yeah, him and Derek Carr. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see how it goes for him when he doesn't start the season with a broken jaw. So let's see what happens. I mean, yeah, let's see. I- I'm gonna keep sleeping on DK. I, I don't think. I, th- I think Denver's secondary is fine. I don't expect much from him at all. A.J. Brown, I think it's going to be a nice security blanket for Hurts. Uh, um, I don't expect him sucking up targets. I don't think they throw the ball enough to really have anyone who's going to consistently be getting like your 8 to 10 catches. Um, if he gets his touchdowns, then yeah, he's going he's gonna to pop some weeks. But I don't... I mean, Detroit, we'll see what happens. Like you said, favorable matchup. I mean... If you're looking at the narrative coming out of Philly, I mean, A.J. Brown uh, and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going through his progressions this year. Apparently, he's going to look at a second receiver before he throws the ball this time, Billy. So you might be in for a rude awakening. We'll week see. One. I, I still think that's just a run first team. Um, I, think... I mean, what do you what do you think about Curtis's team then? If yeah, you, I mean, I'm like running through it. Um, I, I don't like DK. I like A.J. this week. Jamar Chase, obviously a beast. Chase Edmonds, I don't know about that. I think my running yeah, backs that, overall prob- will outscore. I'd almost, I'd almost probably start Stevenson over Chase Edmonds. I, I think he's one of the pro. If if you're looking at a hole on this team, it's definitely the RB two spot, which is very rare for Kurt because he usually takes two running backs immediately. But I think you're right, Chase Edmonds. I think he's probably one of the most overhyped guys coming into this year. So like I mean, that's I just a pretty don't know what line spot for me. What Miami's gonna be, and then who's gonna be the guy? Um, it, it's just a risky week one start. Listen, I I don't I think his team's good, but um, I think he, I mean, I, he has Josh Allen. He's gonna have a big game, but I mean I don't see Kyler Murray having a bad game against the Chiefs either. I think that's another shootout waiting to happen. Like I said, I like my running backs better. Um, Jefferson Green Bay is a tougher matchup, so I mean I'll give Chase the edge there. Um, Bateman against the Jets, I I think they're gonna establish Bateman as the one here. Like I, I could easily see him scoring. I, I I'd if I had to put money on it, like I I'd, I'd say he is more likely to score than AJ Brown. I think Pitts is gonna be huge. Um, and then Tony, I mean, he's my guy. So I don't know. Listen, I, I don't necessarily I, I don't... love my matchups week one, but I'm not going to not pick myself as well. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And I know I sound like a heel right now going against you. Uh, I don't dislike your team at all. I mean, I like Kyler Murray in it from a fantasy perspective. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but I think he's going to get you that 20, like that 20.5 he's going to hit this week. And I don't think Kansas City's defense is really going to stop him. Um, and I like your team top to bottom, but like you said, I don't like Chubb against the Panthers as a matchup um, with Jacoby Brissett there, quarterback. I just have very low hopes for Chubb. Um, if they let asshole back, you know, 11 weeks from now, then yeah, Chubb, I think is going to be a good pick for Ned. Uh, my main concern is I want to see how the Bucks line looks because yeah. they had a lot of injuries in preseason. Um, I think Jefferson, he's an automatic. He's going to get you 20 points. I don't care how good Green Bay's defense is. I think they have a great secondary, but Justin Jefferson's one of the best receivers in the league. And then I, 
I do think that this Jets matchup, so I think what's going to probably decide this matchup for you is how does Rashad Bateman do versus how Chase Edmonds does? Because I think those are the, probably the two question marks on both sides. And then I, I really, like, Tony is probably one of the best receivers in the league, but <laughs> I think if I were you, I would be starting Daryl Henderson over him. I'm not doing the hustle and going back up running back. Well, you didn't see you didn't see the Rams unofficial death chart has them both as RB ones. Bill, you got an RB one yeah, on your bench. I'll, You're not even starting. Them. I'll see how it goes, but I mean, in general, I'm obviously aware I'm gonna have to figure it out at receiver after Jefferson. I, I'm basically banking on Hopkins coming back and that yeah. Murray duo with Jefferson kind of getting me there. So I'm. Yeah. Basically just trying to squeak out some wins. You don't like uh, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson? I'm surprised you didn't go for that stack. No, no. We're good there. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I think I, I do like Kurt's team. Um, but, again, I'm not going to not pick me. So Yeah, I mean, me I, I 40. get it. Tony, yeah, I, Tony's the star of the week. Uh, as I said, he's the league winner. Uh, All right. Well, I'm, uh, they we're going to go on opposite ends for this one, too. I'm going to take Kurt with the points 3.8 points that's fine all right okie dokes let's go into america's game of the week here the rivalry tug on my versus the last dance i'm overall disappointed in the lack of name changes being up to date just across the I board am, i will have a name tomorrow if we're, we're going to troll Corey about 97 changes i'm also going to troll listen afk Listen, name. Bill. Yeah. You know I'm going to have a name. You know it's going to be probably the best in the league. I mean, I give myself that award every year. But I will have a name tomorrow, and I will not be changing it for the rest of the year. I'm playing around with Cole Komet. I'm playing around with Mix on these nuts. We'll see. I don't know yet, but we'll get there tomorrow. All right. We'll see where the ship lands here. All right. So um, I shit on you, so now here's your opportunity. Go ahead. I don't know if I'm going to shit on you. Um... I think Mixon, Saquon, if that just doesn't go well, <laughs> you are easily last place. It's yeah, fine they're... for now. Um, Mixon, yeah. I, I just think both consistently miss games. Um, yeah. Mixon, obviously, great year last year. and pretty sure top five running back on a dope offense. And I'm fully on board with Saquon uh, being our yeah, comeback player RB, of the year RB. here. RB4 last year. Though. But I so am Mixon. just happy that you took him and I didn't have to. So Listen, one of us had to take just it. live and die um, by the Giants and not have it impact my fantasy team. I like DJ Moore. Um, Gabriel Davis, I do like as well. Um, Antonio Gibson, I don't know about that. Is Yeah. Are you thinking about starting someone else, or are you gonna? Basically, I wish he would have gotten shot in the leg, and then I wouldn't <laughs> have even had to think about starting him. But I don't know how I don't start the number one running back for a team. It's like almost like but is it's he staring at me? And you think JD McKissick is gonna be the running the ball twenty times down I, the gut? I don't know. So that's why I wouldn't start him personally. But I mean, what? I, yeah, I, I guess my other option is Amon Ra, and I. I like Amon Ra. I think he's a great wide receiver, but Got Philly's James Bradbury. He's going against one of the best corners in the league, <laughs> former Giant James Bradbury. Of course. I mean, I, I just forget. really don't love it. I mean, it, it's one of the. I think my matchups this week 
like from my bench perspective, I really don't like the Renfro or the Amon Ra matchups, or I probably would have them in that flex position over Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, Bill, and we'll. Fi- I just want to finish up talking about my team first, and then we'll yeah, go yeah. over to shit. Go off, we'll go over go to shithead shitheads team next. Um, and this is, by the way, I think I don't know if you hyped it up enough, but like this is the matchup of the of the year. I literally can't stand playing Wells. It's like one of my worst weeks of the year, and it's one of my busiest weeks of the year. But to finish off. The amount of DJ Moore slander that I've been seeing in the group me this week is just ridiculous. If you don't think DJ Moore is like a great wide receiver, then you just aren't watching football. I'm sorry. He's had literally terrible quarterbacks. This is the first year where he's having like a literal Dalton line quarterback. And we've seen what guys like AJ Green, one of the best receivers of all time, have done with the Dalton line quarterback. I don't know how that comes into play here at all, but you better hope he does not put up a dud after that speech there. Listen, I'm almost positive he scored 20 points. All right, we'll see. Um, I guess just quickly to bounce over to Wells. Um, he kind of always does the no running back thing, but I think this is really nobody. Yeah. I hate Montgomery. I hate Sanders. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I yeah, mean, I mean, Devontae right Debo is obviously going to be scary for anyone. Um, they're just both fucking beasts. Um, yeah, I, I guess to that point, um, but Devontae, gotta, I think, Devontae's going to go out off, the running back. Right? There's yeah. no way Devontae doesn't go off. I think, like, I I think, think he'll be good. I, it, could, it could be a slight um, The fact that he was like... Year, but I think he'll still... Again, these people that you trade draft picks for, they're not going to just not incorporate you into the offense. And I mean, yeah, I, I love I love Devontae Adams. I love him. I think he's a great wide receiver. And the fact that he was the wide receiver two last year and he's going after guys like, and don't get me wrong, Jamar Chase is great, but who who's taking Jamar Chase over Devontae Adams? Like, it, it's just I probably Devontae would, Adams. To be honest, but. No, I, I like. I mean, I also believe in Derek Carr, so maybe that's the big difference. I yeah, think I think this Adams all just goes back to you year. having a weird crush on Geno Smith and Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah, two of my favorite quarterbacks. No. <laughs> um, and then your point on Debo Samuel, I think, yeah, he's a nightmare. But same thing I was saying earlier about. Uh, I'm I'm trying to remember who I was talking about. Can't fucking remember. Whatever, but. When has Debo Samuel like finished a year like completely healthy besides last year? I mean, so, he's only la- played like three years, and I think he just had one this, injured year now. No, this is his four. I think his fourth year in the league, and two of the two of his first four years, he's been injured. Huh. So I I don't know. I I think Debo's a great player, but I, I got him in the ninth. I got fit. him in like the ninth round last year. Yeah, because he didn't play at all the year prior. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, I, again, I like we, I, we can't really go too deep as far as projecting injuries. When he was fine with Trey Lance, I will say that in the games last year where Trey Lance played, Debo Samuel was still more than good. So I, I don't think the quarterback change is going to affect much. But then only I think thing no, with Debo, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, go I ahead. don't know if he wants to be used as a running back anymore. Which yeah or just manufactured touches, and he broke a fair amount of them. Um, I also don't really think Cordero Patterson necessarily repeats what he did. And, I mean, he wasn't even really great the entire year. He kind of had a 
a hot middle of the season and tapered off, I feel. Actually, I'm looking at it. He still had big weeks yeah. at the end. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking at it upside down. Yeah, he sucked at the end of the year. Um, we're, we're talking about his running backs and Cordero, Miles Sanders, and David Montgomery, who are all, I think, going to be fucking bad this year. Maybe David Montgomery will get too many touches where he's almost going to have to be halfway decent. I could but see Khalil you know Herbert taking his job. Well, you know what's going to happen is like three games into the season, Troy's going to be 0-3, and, and he's going to trade him Derrick Henry. So, I mean, I don't know why we're worried about Wells' running back. He's going to fix it. So I mean, we'll I don't like him this. I don't like him in this week's matchup against me. Um, I, I I just honestly think like my team is a little bit better. Um, obviously, I'm completely unbiased when I say that thing. Yeah, that. absolutely. Um, but middle. if you're asking me, if you're asking me, I mean, I'll give you my pick for this week. I'm going to take Wells. Um, what? Because <laughs> what? yeah, because because if I because if I lose, at least I'll be right. So I'm going to take Wells. Uh, he's Point one, uh, underdog. So I'm gonna take him with the point one points. Okay. I mean, the, one of the more cowardice moves I've ever heard. But uh, you do that. I'll take you in a in a strange t- turn of events here. Yeah, um, I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. I mean, we got a lot of matchups to look forward to this week. But yeah, I think that will just about wrap it up for today. Um, we will. We are planning on doing a recap. Um, of all the games around Monday, potentially dropping Tuesday, depending on the action that needs to happen in the Monday night game. And then ideally another preview around this time next week, um, as well as some more fun features and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, final thoughts before we jump off here. Um, no, I will say, um, I'm very much looking forward to this year. Um, and it's because it's finally going to be the year where I win the title. So <laughs> okay. I hate to sign off that way, but it's just, it's mine. I, I don't care what anyone says. I, I'm winning this year. Saquon's back. And, you know, going off the Saquon's back thing, I, I'm going to give you kind of, I think we talked about this, Billy, but as Giants fan, I think Hopium scale right now, I'm probably at an eight. I think they might win the Super Bowl this year. I'm right there in line with you. I, I don't see how we lose a game yeah i i literally look at the schedule and it's just 17 wins correct i yeah it's just all green um yeah but yeah so it'll be fun yeah i hope you guys actually enjoy this because me and bill are looking to do this every week two times a week and we'll see what happens and you know not to steal pft's uh sign off but i hate you guys so i hope you guys have a great season but i'm gonna win so thanks have fun everybody stay safe (laughs) Thank you.